waiting for a code of the devil. to the channel. If you guys are new to the channel, make sure you guys like, share, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Um, if you're watching this on Sportscaster, um, the easiest way to support us is to um, follow us and send us a tip or a virtual gift uh, that helps us put out better and more creative content for you guys. So y'all want to think back with us or something. Warner? Hold on. All right, what is it? No, I said we got Warner Sinker back with us. What's up? Yes, I am. I am definitely back. As Ready always. to do some more power rankings. Yep. So, uh, would you mind explaining uh, for our new uh, listeners uh, how we constructed our power rankings? So, uh, what we do is. Basically, we rank teams based on offense, defense, and coach. Um, the best offense would be uh, getting 32 points. The worst offense would get one point. And then you add it up through offense, defense, and coach. Me and Sean each made our own um, rankings. We added up the points, averaged them out, and this is how we got the order. Um, we have definitely changed it since the Cam Newton signing for the Patriots. That has bumped up their offense. Um, to give you a little spoiler alert, they already had the number one defense and coach. But um, they have gotten a little boost from that signing. And also we do superstar points. So you get basically bonus points for superstar players. So the Chiefs, um, you know, they have Patrick Mahomes, a quarterback would get four superstar points. If you have an elite receiving core, that's receivers and tight ends, you get bonus points. Same for offensive line, same for an elite running back. Um, and then defensively, um, linebackers, inside linebackers uh, would get one point. Interior defensive linemen get two bonus points. Uh, great edge defenders get four. Um, two corners get three. That is uh, Stephon Gilmore and Jalen Ramsey. All the other good to elite corners, um, like Jair Alexander, Mark, Sean Lattimore, and uh, Richard Sherman would get one and a half points. And then safeties get a half a point as well um, on bonus. Well, it seems like Sean has disappeared, um, facing technical difficulties. Oh, he's back. 
There he is. There's good old Sean. Sorry about that. Sean's technical difficulties there but uh anybody let's get into our list number 20 the chicago bears 31st offense fifth frank defense and 20 frank head coach with matt nagy uh 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 warner what are your thoughts so um the bears have about 18 to 24 tight ends on the roster which is not what any nfl roster needs um, or once, on, unless you're Matt Nagy, I assume. So um, that's that's definitely a problem. They do have Allen Robinson, who is a very good receiver in his own right. Um, I would like to have seen David Montgomery uh, do a little bit better last year, but he did what he did, and uh, hopefully he can improve on that as well as Tyreek Cohen or Tariq Cohen back in that backfield. And they essentially they have two backup quarterbacks in Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky. Both are upper-level backups, but um, not quite starters, starters yet. So um, – that just gives you a little picture about their offense. Their defense is still very good, though. Uh, Eddie Jackson and Khalil Mack obviously headline it, but they have a very well-rounded uh, set of linebackers, defensive linemen, and um, secondary members to round out that defense. And then Matt Nagy, I haven't been super impressed with the way he's you know handled the Mitch Trubisky, uh, Trubisky situation um, or that offense, frankly. But I do like the defense, even though Khalil Mack had a statistically down year. Last year, he still brings the pressure on the opposing offenses, whether that's from their scheming and giving him an extra blocker or just from him getting to the quarterback and forcing fumbles. He did have five forced fumbles on eight and a half sacks last year. Um, so I'd say there's their bright spot. Their MVP is definitely got to be Khalil Mack still, despite the down year. Um, I think second place would be Eddie Jackson, but no, nobody from offense is coming into that category. Perfect. Um, so number 19, the Los Angeles Rams, the team where we talked off camera, we both thought was like, you guys will notice this by like how we ranked it. They're very middle of the pack team. Eight, We had them ranked 18th in offense, 21st in defense, 18th in head coach. If you look at this team and compare it to that Super Bowl team that went to Super Bowl Cup just two years ago, this team is, uh, is very depleted compared to that team, that team. Uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, so basically um, they paid Jared Goff. And, um, you know, when, when your quarterbacks, when, when you when you have your franchise quarterback or when you think you have your franchise quarterback on his rookie deal, that's your window for uh, the most success you're going to have because quarterbacks are paid so much in this league with a, a significant chunk of the cap. So when they paid Jared Goff and they also had the bad contract, relatively speaking, to Todd Gurley, they had a few more years on his rookie deal and he also had a bum knee. Um, I'm not, I, I'm glad he got his chance in Atlanta, and he's also still getting some paychecks from the Rams because they still owed him guaranteed money. So um, that was an ill-advised contract. They also have to pay guys like Jalen Ramsey. Um, they did get rid of Brendan Cooks to shed some cap. Akeem Tlaib got traded for a cap dump to Miami, of all places. Um, so, you know, they, they've really changed up their, their defense and their offense. Their starting running back is now Daryl Henderson, who's not bad by any stretch of the imagination, but he's nowhere near a uh, prime, healthy Todd Gurley. And, um, you know, they have Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and I, I like Josh Reynolds as well. Um, I, I think Gerald Everett is a good vertical passing threat, but the offense is nowhere near as, as good as it was or as good as it needs to be for them to make a significant run into the playoffs. And, uh, you know, Jared Goff, 
really was spoon fed by Sean McVay in their first year um, by brilliant play calling. He he basically gave him one read and that read was usually open. So he took it and they had success. When you cover up that first read, he kind of goes into a Mitch Trubisky and sorry to say this, Sean, but a Justin Herbert kind of mode and doesn't really know what to do. So um, that's that's the problem with their offense. And then defensively, they just have a top heavy roster with, you know, Jalen Ramsey um, and Aaron Donald, but then nothing, nothing really else significant behind them. So, um, you know, they're, they're a fringe playoff team. I think they can get in nine and seven, 10 and six, but they are in probably the hardest division in the NFL with four potential playoff teams in it. Uh, yeah, really quickly before we go on to number 18 and 17, which Warner will introduce, um, really uh, make sure if you guys want to support us, follow us on Sportscaster and give us a tip or a virtual gift. That's the easiest way to help us come up with creative content for you guys. And if you want sports to come back, wear your stinking mask out in public. Thank you. Warner, floor is yours. I'm sorry, what was that? Uh, you're introducing number 18. I believe you need to get your mic a little closer to your face. It's I'm having a hard time hearing you right there. Okay, I, I apologize. Uh, I said you're introducing number 18. Um, yeah, so, you know, the Cardinals have an interesting roster. Um, they obviously pulled off that blockbuster trade involving David Johnson. And um, in my opinion, the best receiver in the league, um, just from the production, uh, production and talent standpoint. Their, uh, I, I know – I do acknowledge there's Michael Thomas and Julio Jones in the league, but um, I, I, I still pick DeAndre Hopkins for various reasons. But go ahead, Sean. No, uh, uh, what, what are their rankings? What do they rank at? So, um, so they had the uh, 15th offense, the 17th defense, and the 22nd head coach. Um, you know, Cliff Kingsbury had a pretty successful air raid offense. It's still a new concept in the NFL, and that was his first year, obviously, being a head coach with a first-year quarterback in Kyler Murray, so I expect that to go up. Um, I like Kyler Murray not only because he played baseball, but also because of the way he plays the game um, and his story just being an undersized football player as he is. Uh, I like their receiving game. They have, you know, Christian Kirk um, and DeAndre Hopkins, obviously, and then Larry Fitzgerald still somehow playing football at the age of 84. But um, uh, the running game is a bit of a concern. The running game is a bit of a concern with Kenyon Drake being their starting running back at this point. Um, but I, I do have faith in him. He showed glimpses last year and their pass first team. Uh, so that shouldn't really hold them back too much. As for the defense, they have just speed everywhere. Um, I like Buda Baker. Isaiah Simmons, obviously, is draft big Jordan Hicks. Then they have Chandler Jones coming off the edge, who had 19 and a half sacks last season. Um which is just insane. Um, he he really he was he was kind of underrated in New England. Then he went to Arizona, which was a quiet market. He never really did anything, but he is he is quietly one of the best uh, edge rushers in the game. Uh, go watch our edge rusher rank uh, power ranking, um, brought to you by Sean on uh, YouTube or Sportscaster. Um, but besides that, yeah, they they just they have an interesting. They have an interestingly young team, talented team, and I'm I'm excited to see what they can put together. Yep, uh, to piggyback off what you just said, uh, this team is incredibly talented on the offensive end. I would argue even a little bit more on the defensive side of the ball. Like you mentioned, 
Chandler Jones, Buda Baker, Isaiah Simmons, um, and then uh, you see they still have Patrick Pearson, who I mean, like in our cornerback mm-hmm. ranking, I don't believe he cracked our top ten, but he was like eleven. He, like, he, he's he's right up there. Um, you know the performance enhancing drugs in the season he had coming off that suspension was just disappointing, and um, I'm 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 honestly. It, it saddens me that he had to, you know, have those to be as good of a corner as he was. All right, Warner, can you introduce the Browns and tell us what their rankings are? Um, so the Browns are our 17th team. Um, you know, they were pretty much, you know, some people were calling them Super Bowl contenders last year. Some people were calling them the Browns. They're going to Browns things up. But, um they had the 10th ranked offense in uh, in our judgment, the 19th defense, and the 23rd ranked head coach in Kevin Stefanski. Um, Sean, let's start with him. What what are you? What's your opinion on Kevin Stefanski being the you know former offensive uh, coordinator for the Vikings and coming over to Cleveland? Um, I like I like this a lot for the uh, Cleveland Browns. Really quickly, I got them going nine and seven. Uh, go watch my Cleveland Browns record predictions. You can replay it here on SportsCast or be going on YouTube very shortly. Thank you, Sports with Aiden, for following us. Um, our Spurs with Aiden, I, I can't read. Um, but uh, I, I really like what Kevin – I think I like what Kevin uh, – uh, I like the potential that Kevin Stefanski has mm-hmm. with this team. Play action heavy. So that means if you play action heavy, you're going to run the football a lot. And you have Nick Chubb, a top five running back in the game. Uh, I think that's going to help nicely. And then when Odell and Jarvis Landry are uh, going to have, like, the defense isn't going to, like, know, hey, we're, they're throwing the ball, then I think it's going to free them up a little bit more. And Baker Mayfield is really, really good in play action situations and when he's under pressure. So I like that a lot. Defensively, they have some talent with Miles Garrett. Uh, Denzel Ward kind of had a little bit of a lackluster sophomore year. I think he'll bounce back his uh, third year. Uh, I like the Grant Delpit pick. I think that was kind of a steal. Grant Delpit was the first safety on my uh, on our SH big board. I thought that was a kind of kind of a steal for him to be, the, I think, the second, maybe even the third. I forget where Antoine Winfield Jr. went. But for him to be the second or maybe even the third safety off the board, I thought that was kind of a steal. Um, and then obviously offensively, you got Njoku, you got uh, Hooper, you got Nick Chubb. You still have Kareem Hunt. The talent that this team has is unprecedented. And we have them in our Tier 2. I think they're our first Tier 2 team, uh, which is playoff expected. Yeah, um, and another thing with, with the Browns is, um, you know, with that heavy set run, they have two very good running backs. And then that's just going to make Odo Beckham, Jarvis Landry, David Njoku, and Austin Hooper, their free agent signing, that much more open and easier for Baker Mayfield to hit. If you remember last year, Freddie Kitchens had them passing on uh, most downs and, you know, kind of running the ball to make up for in incompletion. So the teams expected the pass. They dropped people into coverage, and Baker Mayfield had tight window throws. And then if you look at his rookie year, um, that's kind of what was happening with Hugh Jackson. And then when Freddie Kitchens took over the reins, as the offensive coordinator and play caller, then he started to have better production. So, um, you know, with the play action, I think that's going to make Baker Mayfield look even better and finally shut down those talks about him being possibly 
a bust. Yeah, those talks, I think, is absolutely ridiculous. But uh, anyway, number 16, the Indianapolis Colts. We have them 17th offense, 13th defense, 16th coach. Warner, your thoughts? Um, You know, with the Colts, they're – honestly, before Andrew Luck retired, they, um, they were probably – they, I, I had them contending for a Super Bowl. Um, I really like their um, the the talent they have on their roster. But um, here here's the thing with with the Colts. Philip Rivers to me is a question mark. I don't I didn't like what I saw from him in L.A. with the Chargers last year, um, and I think he's a bit past his prime. No offense, Sean. That's why y'all went out and got a quarterback, anyways. But here's here's my thing. Um, they have J- Jacoby Brissett, who is a good backup uh, and a potential starter. And then with uh, the receivers that they have, they, they have talent in the receiving room. Uh, while it may not be you know, all-world talent, they still have talent there. Uh, Marlon Mack is not a bad running back by any stretch of the imagination. And then their defense, too, with DeForest Buckner and Darius Leonard and Malik Hooker. Um, they have a bunch of young talent on that defense, but I think most of the credit has to go to Frank Reich. Uh, he is a very good head coach. He knows how to keep a locker room in order, and he also knows how to you know, play call and, and scheme to, to get the job done and, and give them the best shot to win the game with the personnel that they have. I like, uh, crap, that's, that's, that's tragic. And by the way, uh, the ASC North is a very good, uh, quarterback division, so I wouldn't blame them. I mean, 
just a great quarterback division. You have Joe Burrow, who just had the greatest regular season of all, well, great season for a college quarterback of all time. Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, I'm still pretty high on. Uh, Lamar Jackson, the MVP, and then Big Ben. So uh, we're still trying to figure out what's going on with Warner, and uh, he's having some technical issues still. But with that said, let's, you know, let's get on number 15, the Philadelphia Eagles. They rank 14 for offense, 16 for defense, 14 for coach. Uh, there he is. Warner is back, thankfully. Sorry about that. Had a little, little bit of a struggle, but I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, so actually, I was just getting ready to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles, who are 14th in offense, 16th in defense, 14th in uh, coach, if I, if I uh, am correct. Yep, that's accurate. Uh, Warner, what are your thoughts on the Eagles? You know, the Eagles um, perplex a lot of people by dra uh, drafting Jalen Hurts in the second round. Uh, I like just that. As, just, just as, oh, but you don't like the Jordan Love pick me? Nope. Why don't you, why don't, you, you're just a hater, man. You're just a hater. You just, you just hate all the Packers because like you're better than the Chargers. That's just what it is. No, no. no that's no, just I what it is. Okay. You're just a hater. Yep. Uh, anyways. With Eagles, um, Jalen Rieger is kind of the replacement for Deshaun Jackson. She's their speed guy. He's going to stretch the field vertically for them. Um, otherwise, they have a bunch of slow, tall people, uh, targets. Uh, with the tight ends, Alshon Jeffrey and um, company in the wide receiving court. I like Miles Sanders as a running back. I think he is a talented runner and a, um, uh, a starting caliber back in the NFL. And, of course, you know, I like Harrison Wentz, too. Um, he is injury prone, and I think uh, Jalen Hurts will be uh, equipped to back him up if they need to. Um, but, you know, otherwise, it's, it's, um, it's, it's really just – it's more of the same from the Eagles, I think, although I do like their Jalen Rieger draft pick. Going on to the defense side, they have a bunch of aging stars um, in the league in Fletcher, uh, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham and uh, Malcolm Jenkins, but, um, you know, it's it's just, it's more of the same, and I, I don't see them going back to the Super Bowl glory they had a few years ago, but um, I don't see them being in the dumps either. Um, they're they're going to compete in that NFC East as weak as it is, and, um, you know, the, Doug Peterson really is holding that organization together by, by string. Um, he's, he's a good head coach. He's a good play caller, and, you um, you know, I don't think he gets a lot of credit or as much credit as he deserves for the work that he does in that um, in that locker room. Uh, sorry, I had some technical difficulties as well. I don't even know if my mic was still on. Um, just to fill me in, uh, you just wrapped up the Eagles, correct? Correct. All right. Um, so number fourteen. The Tennessee Titans, who actually, when we when I was preparing, when we were preparing for this, I kind of got surprised how high we had them offensively. But I mean, when you think about it, this team is actually really, really talented uh, on both sides of the ball. Now they did lose to Real Casey defensively, but um, we had them 13th offense, 14th defense, and the 11th head coach, uh, Warner. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Tennessee Titans? 
Well, first, let me start with Mike Mike Vrabel. Um, what a personality, man. He, he's got a great personality. Watching him in the draft was fun. And uh, he kind of out Belichick Belichick in their uh, playoff matchup in uh, in in uh, in the um, first round. Um, so you know, with the Titans, they are a, an outside zone running team. When Derrick Henry gets ahead of steam, he's virtually impossible to tackle. And you know, Ryan Tannehill piggybacks off the play action to Henry and finds guys like AJ Brown or um, you know. The, these these re- underrated receivers, honestly, um, that they have in in their um, receiver room, and um, you know it's it's an underrated offense, but it works, and um, I, I expect it to keep working because uh, mainly because of Derrick Henry. Um, to the defensive side, Kevin Byard is a, a stud at safety. Um, they have pass rush isn't bad at all. Uh, they did lose Real Casey, but he was an aging star, uh, primarily a run defender, and you know those are are not easily replaced, but they're they're not irreplaceable um, through free agency or the draft. Um, yeah, and and Ryan and I'm gonna touch a little bit more on the offensive side of the ball. Ryan Tannehill showed last year that what he stood when in a good system, what he could provide. <laughs> For a team, and then I mean, uh, I think it's AJ Brown. Pardon me if I get his name wrong, mm-hmm. but they have a rather underrated duo that I think can like really help keep this team relevant. And they're I've been done my AFC stuff. God forbid uh, record <laughs> predictions yet, but um, I think uh, like without even looking at, it, I think I'm probably have the Titans winning the division. All right, Warner, you're introducing the Chargers. My Chargers. You're introducing. So I, so I can talk about my Chargers first. So you're all right. So, so here, here we go with the Chargers. Um, they, they are, they have a loaded roster first of all, especially defensively, but they also have offensive stars, um, on the field. They did lose Melvin Gordon and Philip Rivers to to the free agency market, but they drafted Melvin Gordon. Yeah, that whole Melvin Gordon situation was disappointing, honestly, and I think they did right by not paying him. Um, but, Sean, you know, they, they come in here with the uh, 16th offense, the 7th defense, and the 17th head coach. What, what, how, how do you feel about your, about your uh, Chargers, L.A. boy? Oh. Okay. Wrong, wrong team. That, that, the team that you're wearing actually has fans in their stadium. You called me a hater. That was just wrong. Like, you ain't had to do that to us like that. But anyway, first off, the fact that the Chargers aren't first in coach, first in offense, and first in defense is absolutely ludicrous. Justin Herbert is about to pass for 4,500 yards this year and 35 touchdowns. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, But all seriousness, uh, I think Anthony Lynn had – I mean – who you? Who do you blame for like the discipline stuff, the 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 fumbles on the goal line and the the, the penalties? Who do you blame for that? You blame the head coach. And while I like me some, while I love me some Anthony Lynn, we gotta dock him a little bit because that's partially his fault. Um, mm-hmm. uh, offensively, if we oh Justin Herbert, please please prove me right. I'm probably and and even you I may be you drafted him sixth overall. I'm not even ahead of Jordan Love, 
I'm not ahead even, of Jalen Hurts. I'm not even your biggest supporter, but please prove me right. Because I mean because really quickly, this is the biggest thing about the Chargers. Keenan Allen needs to get paid soon. Melvin Ingram needs to get back. See this upcoming offseason. Melvin Ingram, Keenan Allen, I think Joey Bosa, uh Desmond King. Uh, I feel like Hunter Henry, all big time players that that contribute a large amounts need to get paid this upcoming offseason. So that means my Chargers championship window is closing because, I mean, like, unless I want to be like the Rams, uh, there's only so much money to go around. I mean, the Rams got like three players getting paid fifty million dollars, and the two are two are stars, and then the rest. They, they is, are um, two of them are one of the top two of their position. One of them just yeah. is a quarterback. Yeah. Um. And but now defensively, um, where do I start? I think probably the biggest weakness is linebacker. And we kind of addressed that with Kenneth Murray, but I think we could use a little bit more help there. But the front four and the and the secondary, my word. Uh, obviously, Derwin James, who uh, I think the league average for the NFL uh, for passer rating against tight ends uh, was uh, uh, like 121.2 for quarterbacks. Derwin James' passer rating on tight ends, like quarterbacks threw at him, and he was guarding a tight end was like 21.8 or something. That's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the cornerback trio with Hayward, uh, Chris Harris the third, and uh, um, and uh, Desmond King the third is great. Keep and obviously, in mind, keep keep in mind you have two slot corners though, with Harris true. and King. True. And then um, and then obviously there's Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram, and the crew. This team has a bunch of talent, but I mean, at some point, talent got to turn into wins. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping keeping on with the uh, talent got to turn into wins trend. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, um, just wow, uh, wow, the Dallas Cowboys. So, uh, Sean, any, any thoughts on the Cowboys? Uh, real quick, they had our fifth best offense. They can move the ball for sure. Eleventh defense and the twenty. 20- first head coach with Jason Garrett finally being out of town. Um, first off, I was a little surprised that they were 11th uh, defense, but I guess like really after maybe the top 10, the defenses get a little bit uh, like average after like the top 10. Uh, while I like Mike McCarthy, he was fired for a reason. He's not like Ron Rivera where he should have never gotten fired. He was fired for a reason. Um, offensively. Offensive line they lost Frederick is still decent enough. They got Dak Prescott, who's an above-average quarterback. Zeke went completely healthy and not doing anything stupid. A top-five running back. And then Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, uh, and CeeDee Lamb, who's a uh, yards out the catch machine. Uh, this <laughs> offense should be firing on all cylinders this year. Unless Mike McCarthy wants to run Dak Prescott into the ground, too. Um, yeah, to piggyback off of that, they, they definitely can move the ball, but they can't really finish these drives, and they go quite cold against, you know, serviceable defenses. Um, you know, it, the, the Cowboys, I just love 
playing them in the playoffs as a Packers fan because, well, the record will show you itself. Um, here, here's the thing, though. The, the Cowboys, they, they have a really good receiving core um, with the C.D. Lamb hopefully going to emerge as a, be, a good receiver in this draft. Um, they have Amari Cooper, who is an obvious number one, and Michael Gallup, too. Who's a similar player, honestly, to C.D. Lamb, um, just a little, a little less under, or a little more underrated. Uh, they have Zeke and Tony Pollard in the backfield, which is not a bad backfield by any stretch of the imagination, and they have a decent tight end as well. So uh, it's really it rests on the shoulders of Dak Prescott and the defense to get the job done. And uh, you know, defensively, they have a really good linebacking core, but they did lose Byron Jones, who de- definitely did not have as good of a season uh, last year as he did the previous year but still um, is a valuable, you know, keg in that defense. So it, it really the, – the Cowboys are going to be interesting to watch. I like to see them battle it out with the, um, with the Eagles in the NFC East. I think that division is going to be terrible again, though. Um, any other thoughts on them? Uh, no, I guess we can get to our last team. The uh, team is so far the most consistent in terms of, like, their three spots. The Minnesota Vikings are a number 11 team. How about them Cowboys? That was, uh, that, was, that was a great song. That was a great song. That was so funny. Yes, it was. But the Minnesota Vikings are our last team in this uh, list. Uh, number 11 offense, number 10 defense, number 10 uh, head coach. They're not, I guess, well, I mean, unless you think 10 is elite. Uh, they're not elite in anything, but by our list, they are very, very good, good in every category. Yeah. Yep. Um, I I do think the loss of Stephon Diggs will be significant. I think Adam Thielen is um, on his la- on his later legs in his career um, with the injuries he dealt with last year and just his age getting up there into the 30s. Um, Dalvin Cook is a home run hitter, but he also is injury prone. Kirk Cousins can't play in prime time, and Kyle Rudolph is just you know Kyle Rudolph. Commits are consistent. The defense. Kirk Cousins is, is a top ten quarterback. You like that? No, I don't like that. I, I don't like you that should. at all. You should. No, uh, no. Anyways, um, Daniel Hunter is a very underrated um, defensive end and edge rusher along with Eric Kendricks at the middle linebacker position. Harrison Smith is one of the top tight ends in the game. Um, all three of them make our top edge rusher safety and linebacker lists, actually. So go watch those on YouTube or replay them on Sportscaster. And, um, you know, the thing with the Vikings is they're just good in everything. Mike Zimmer is a heck of a head coach. Um, every Bengals fan is is probably is probably Saudi that they lost they lost him as their defensive coordinator because he's just you know that good he's that guy and um I expect the Vikings to give give my Packers a run for their money but I don't they're I mean we haven't mentioned the Packers yet so they have to be above number 11 right 
Yep. Uh, I really have nothing else to say besides thank you for joining me once again, Warner. Make sure you guys follow us here on Sportscaster. Subscribe on YouTube that, and follow us here again on Sportscaster. And uh, give us a virtual tip. Consider giving us a virtual tip or virtual gift or a tip. That is the easiest way to support us and help us grow and uh, put out better and more creative content for you guys. Uh, unless Warner has something to say about how the Packers have failed Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think that's it. Ten, actually, here's I, what I'm going to do. Like to make one thing. Um, feel free. Don't, don't be, don't hesitate to um, come into our comment session on this live stream or on YouTube or even tweet at us at uh, sports headline eight or DM us on Instagram at sports underscore headlines four for any content ideas or things you want to see, whether it's film breakdowns, um, rankings, or just a topic or a player that you want us to uh, talk about. So um, that, that will um, definitely help us up our game and um, hopefully bring more joy and entertainment for you watching this uh, broadcast. Yep, and we're not going to do 10 through 1 next. It'll be 10 through 6, so we can spend a little bit more time di diving deep into each team. Uh, this is probably the longest live stream yet. Let's end it here. How about them Cowboys? The Chargers are better than the Packers because they beat them last year. And... Uh, uh, the Packers failed Aaron Rodgers by not drafting him. Aaron Rodgers don't leave. They failed him by not giving a wide receiver. Look, someone go to Eli's face. Where's A Rod's help? Packers, I'll A-Rod.